what we're talking about today is what makes you stand out, okay? Your avatar is what makes your business successful, all right? Um, at the end of the day, you need to know exactly who you are and what you do because before you can move forward, you need to know that because without it, you don't know who your customers are. And what I'm going to use as an example of that is a lawnmower guy. So I have a guy that does my lawns. My neighbor has a completely different guy that does my lawns. The guy that does my lawns is twice the price of the guy next door. The guy next door is one of these, bit of a knocker, bit of a lad. He throws a lawnmower in the back of the trailer on his old Commodore and he'll ring my mate Darren and go, mate, do you want your lawns done this week? And Darren, I go, yeah, not a problem. And if he turns up, fantastic, so half the time he doesn't. So he does it at his own pace and he charges Darren 50 bucks to do his lawns. Now, my guy turns up in a nice shiny you and it's sign written. And he's actually got a, a polo shirt on with his logo. He turns up at the same time in summer, every week, in winter, every three weeks, knows exactly what needs to be done, never misses. And if he's going to be late, he always rings to let me know. The bloke charges me 100 bucks. Now, I'm happy to pay that because I know what's going on. The guy looks professional. He has pride. Whereas the guy next door, he'll turn up when he can. Darren will get a text. Oh, I'm down the end of the road. Do you want me to do your lawn? You might have only done it three days ago or it might have been four weeks ago. So I pay that extra money to get the professionalism and, and to get the security of knowing the job will get done week in, week out, when it needs doing. You've got to do the same in your own business. Your avatar will determine how much money you can charge your clients, yeah? If you do not have this professional appearance and you don't turn up on time and you don't deliver, you can't ask as much money. Does that make sense? That's right. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. So look, <laughs> better quickly go through the presentation now. What makes you stand out? Obviously, I've always got the little B Connect logo up there. They're our major sponsors. They're what's actually paying for us to be uh, up and around today. Now, I built this. this. This is a presentation I've actually had for a while. But what I've actually done is I've added another slide after what happened on the weekend. So there's, I've got a list of about 26 things. I'm not going to go through them all today. But there's about 26 things you can do that's actually going to help you build your business and build your avatar and, and give people a reason to come to you. All right? What I'm going to do, though, I'm going to do about seven of those today. But the first one I'm going into is what not to do. Now, we, we briefly touched on this uh, before we started the recording. So we have a business called Modern Organic. Now, anybody that's on the coast would have heard that name buzzing around in the last few days. These guys went down to the lockdown and they did a Facebook Live of themselves in the middle of 3,000 people without masks on. Now... That's completely up to you. I don't care whether you're pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine, pro-lockdown, anti-lockdown. It's completely irrelevant. But when you're running your business, you've got to be very, very careful. I did a video with Reality Group Marketing Services labeled Look Before You Like. Pressing one little button on social media can be devastating for your business. 
as, as I was saying earlier, this business within 20 minutes of them actually uploading this Facebook Live, their reviews went from five-star reviews down to two-star reviews. Every coastie that knew it was going on was slamming them on reviews. So what did they do? They turned reviews off. So the coasties then reverted to, I'll hijack your posts. And they were just getting slammed that four hours later, they actually had to turn their Facebook page off and you can't actually find Modern Organic on there anymore. Now, not being outdone, the Coasties then decided to hijack the Google My Business page. Again, very, very important thing to have in there. And in a couple of weeks, we've actually got Tash going to talk to us about Google My Business and how important it is. The next day, every one of their reviews had gone. So this is a lot of stuff that they've got to do. When we say look before you like, a business that's three doors away from these guys liked their post from the live feed. Guess what happened? They started getting slammed as well. These are guys from the Glass Onion Society. They actually ended up going on the local radio station and saying, hey, we actually pressed the wrong button. We weren't there. We don't support it. The problem is the damage is already done. So as a business owner, if you want to stand out, you want to stand out the right way. If you stand out the wrong way and you start jumping into things that are controversial, you're going to damage your business. Last thing I've written down here, and I've always said this, social media will not build your business. There's a lot of other things that need to go on for your business to be successful, but it will break it. You know, we have a business here, Modern Organic, been around for years, great following. Business won't be there in six months' time. People are not going to go there. So that's what not to do. But now let's start looking at the positives, all right? How are you going to stand out? So I've got seven basic steps that are supposed to help you stand out. And the first one is know who you are. Now, does anybody here know Tim Kelly? No, he's more of a gospel sort of guy. I, I first met Tim Kelly about 10 years ago, and it was at a BNI. And I walked up to him and I said, oh, so what do you do, Tim? And he said, I'm a financial planner. And I lost it with him. Being somebody in sales and marketing, I went, no, I didn't ask you what you are. I asked what you did. What you do as a financial planner is you help people prepare for financial security in their retirement. What you are is a financial planner. So I've got a little example here. If I ask you what do you do, you don't reply, I'm an accountant. You know, well, accountant is what you are, but what you do is you help business owners stay out of jail. Yeah. So what you do is not what you are. They're two different things. And what you need to be able to do is you need to, when you first meet somebody, explain in 30 seconds what you actually do. Any questions on that one? It's gone very quiet. So, Tash, what do you do? I help businesses to um, decipher the ins and outs of digital marketing, help them to bring calm to the chaos of a world of uncertainty. Beautiful, beautiful. So you've thrown in the feature, you've thrown in the benefit, absolutely brilliant. Anybody else want to have a go? No, Dre always shakes his head. He doesn't like being front and centre. Alan, you've got a you've got a complex thing that you actually do. What you do is very complicated. But how if you first met me, how would you explain in 30 seconds what you do? 
I break it into three areas. First of all, I work with individuals and uh, families to improve their relationships. Uh, so that uh, leave it at that one. The next one would be uh, working with businesses to help them improve their relationships, to build their uh, customer loyalty and uh, overall um, culture. And the third one is helping their businesses build uh, their sales. Beautiful. Again, so we're hitting the features and benefits straight away because that's what people buy. They don't buy the fact that you're a facial profiler, mate. They, no. they buy what the benefits is that you're doing. So you've nailed that one. And I'll pick on Kel as well. Kel, what do you do? As little as possible. Nah. <laughs> but, but, Great words from my business coach. Thank you very much. But it's true. It's actually about creating freedom and time and choice. I actually create freedom, time and choice for people by actually helping them through their productivity. Beautiful. There you go straight away. My ears are pricking up. For, you know, you, you're giving me more time. And let's face it, as business owners, we don't have time. All right. Second thing, know your product. Have brand awareness. What, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to refer back. We would all have been through this situation. We've gone into a shop, whether it's a JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman, whatever, and we've asked the sales guy or sales girl, salesperson, let's be politically correct, about a particular product and they don't know anything about it. Are you gonna buy? Of course you're not. You're never gonna buy it in a month of Sundays, right? So you've gotta know your product. When a salesman really understands their product, they can sell it and they sell it in a way that you don't even know that you're buying it. The conversation will come along where I will pull out. I mean, I'm a career salesman. So I will talk to people and I will find out what their wants and needs are. Where are their difficulties in their business at this moment in time? What I do from there is I will then take the features and benefits of the product I want them to buy and apply them to their wants and needs. But if you don't know your product completely, you're going to fail every time. And... It's that difficult out there these days to get leads coming in. We have to do a lot of work. We're doing Facebook, we're doing Instagram, we're doing Google My Business, we've got websites, we're out networking, we're doing everything that we can. We can't afford for a single lead to slip through. So you've got to know your product. And if you know your product, you know why people will buy your product. As we move on, Another great tip to make you stand out, and we all know people that do this, is you've got to be that person that goes the extra mile, okay? When you're at a networking event, uh, somebody needs some help, give them help. Now, I'm going to use as a perfect example of this. I first saw this in action, or more to the point, I first realized this was in action when I actually worked for Action Coach. Yeah, so I used to do business development for an Action Coach guy on the central coast uh, i think both alan and kel actually know him it was marcus croak so what i used to watch him do and i didn't understand it was he would actually go and help people for free all the people that were at his networking event he would actually coach them not on a full program but he'd always be there to help he always went that extra mile so that when somebody finally decided they actually needed help he was the go-to person to go to. I'll tell you who does it, and most of us know him as well, 
Mark Reynolds from NKR Customer Solutions. If you need help trying to keep your existing customers, he's always happy to have a conversation and come up with some ideas. So be in a situation that you can always offer help. Don't charge for it. Expect that you're going to give it away for free because it will come back at the end of the day. And business coaching has succeeded for years by working on that methodology. I think out of all the methodologies that Brad Sugars came up with, it was probably one of the best ones. So, Kel, you used to be a full-on business coach. Do you agree with that? Absolutely, mate. It's about value-adding to people. Yeah, You don't have to charge for everything. That uh, people will pay for you when you uh, when you want it when you, when when it's needed. Yep. Sure. Thank you very much. All right. Any questions so far? We're nearly there. Believe in your business. This goes similar to when you talk to a salesperson and they don't know the product. How many? We all know them. How many times you've been to a networking event and there's always a sad sack there. That's always complaining that I'm not making any money. I can't get any customers. It's too hard. I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm actually having to go on Centrelink benefits to support my business. Now, I've got no problems with people going on Centrelink benefits to support their business. You've still got a passion and you're trying to do something. But you don't have to tell anybody else. You have to believe in what you're doing. The strength of your convictions will differentiate you from other people. We all know especially Alan more than anybody, we all know when somebody's actually being genuine and they do actually believe in the product that they have. So you have to believe in your brand. The end goal, sometimes it's overwhelming, but keep that belief going. It's all about your mindset. The day that you give up on your business, go get a job because your business is not going to come back from that. Again, I'll, I'll go to the coach. I've got to Cal. Agree? Gail? Oh, he's on mute. Would you, Sorry, agree Would you agree with that? Absolutely, mate. Yeah. So, like I said, I know you spend a lot of time as a as business coach. Have you got any quick tips on, on mindset, on, on, you know, you're having a bit of a shocker, where are you going to go? Mate. Um... Put you on the spot, mate. Yeah, yeah, you've put me right on the spot. I've actually got a whole model around the mindset side of things. Um, if, and if you haven't got it right, all right, if you don't believe in yourself, all right, you will not make, um, yeah, you will not make any impact at all. All right, so your mindset is about positivity. I actually call it posture. It's a posture. It's not a. It's not a arrogance. It's a posture of of um, or a swagger. Is probably the easiest way to understand it. Fantastic. No worries. Now, remember, guys, if you, if you have any questions of Kel or, or, or anybody in here, we do have the chat function uh, available within the Mighty Networks. All you need to do is click on the member, hit chat, and it will connect you directly with them. If they're offline, they'll get a message to say, hey, somebody's contacted you to reply. So I absolutely love this platform that we're using. Always right. here for you. Be the go-to person. So this is, look, this is a combination of believing in your brand and going the extra mile, okay? So let, let me use this as an example. So you all know I'm, I'm the national sales manager for BBX and BConnect, and I was a regional leader for BX Networking. I actually, 10 minutes before this call, got a request from somebody who I met at a BX Networking that had a problem with billing. 
I think a lot of us have had problems with billing with BX occasionally. Their systems are a little bit funny, all right? <clears throat> I could have just flicked it off, but what I actually did is make sure it got to the right person. I didn't make a phone call, but I sent an email to the accounts team and CC the client in it as well to say, hey, can we please look into this? Because this guy, this client considers me as the go-to person. I was up in front all the time at the BX networking. It made me a go-to person. You got a problem? I might not be able to fix it. But if I can't fix it, I will definitely put you on to somebody that can. Yeah? It's the same if, if somebody wants something done and you don't have I, I don't know how to do that, but I'll find somebody for you that will. So being the go-to person, you've got to remember when you buy something, you make that buying decision. You're making a split-second decision. You may have been thinking about it for three weeks, three months, three years, but you still, even though you're buying on logic, there's an emotion in there. It's an impulse buy before you actually make that signature. And you're going to go to the person that you think of first. So make yourself the go-to person and off you go. All right. Be authentic. Again, ties in with believing in your brand. Okay. Also, don't bullshit people. Right. If you do not know how to do something, be honest. Yeah. You want this done. I don't know how to do it, but I'll find you somebody that can. You want me to do this with my product. My product doesn't do this, but can I recommend that you use this one? You're becoming the go-to person, but you're being authentic. You piss off one customer, they're going to tell 20 other people. So if your product doesn't deliver what the expectations of the consumer or the customer are, be honest about it. It doesn't do that. Now, <laughs> I love this one. Everybody knows this bloke. Does anybody not know that bloke? Oh, Tash, you wouldn't know it. All right. Be creative. I remember two years ago walking into a BX networking function and there's Wayne Lennon. And I was introduced to Wayne Lennon. He sells life insurance. If you know him, you would consider him on your first meeting to be the most boring person you've ever met until he opens his mouth. And he got up and he did his 60 seconds and he started going, I'm a lifesaver. And he pulled out he pulled out this ring and he takes it everywhere with him. And this guy somehow, don't know, this guy's a death dealer. Yeah, I'm selling you life insurance. I'm only going to be good for you when you die. But he actually makes it fun because he's being creative about it. So come up with something different. Be creative. If you're at a networking event and people stand up at their desk and deliver their 60 seconds. You need to be creative. You need to get up and walk out the front. Be noticed. Make sure you're front of mind. Always keep improving. All right. Now, the, the coaches will always agree with this. Successful business people are always learning. They're always trying to improve. They're trying to improve themselves or they're also trying to improve their business. I've selected the Toyota logo because it actually has a representation. I used to work for Toyota. I worked in their marketing team many, many years ago. And what the, the circles represent is the outside circle represents the world. The top small circle represents the heart of the customer. And 
the vertical circle represents the heart of the company. And there is a crossover period there where there is amalgamation and everything goes together. But what people don't realize when they look at this logo is there's actually a gap at the top of the heart of the company. That is because Toyota believe, I mean, it's probably, it may just be marketing high, but what they say is we believe that we are not fully there yet and there is room for improvement. So on the car, the way that they make it, you can't see a gap because it's got to be plastic molded. But if you look at all of their stuff, all of their printed stuff, there is always the gap there. So if a big company the size of Toyota knows that it needs to keep improving, that's definitely something we need to bring down here into our level in that small and medium business marketplace. Last one. In summary, know who you are. Know your product. Make sure you're the extra mile business and believe in your business. Be the go-to person, be authentic, and be creative. And don't forget, when you're on social media, look before you like. It might kill you. All right? And that, guys, is the end of the presentation.